animals out there? Are you ready? Well, you better buckle up because it's time for the show, ladies and gentlemen. Straight out of your sister's bedroom. It's your girlfriend's favorite podcast. Without further ado, it's the Wing Scoops Podcast with your host, We Need Em. So um, this past Saturday, WWE Money in the Bank took place in Sin City. <clears throat> it was, uh, it's funny, it says Paradise, Nevada, but it was, it was Las Vegas. Uh, the MGM Grand Garden Arena, <clears throat> the reported attendance was 12,076 people. They were originally supposed to be in Allegiant Stadium. But, uh, you know, they, they changed that. Uh, the big UFC fight was also taking place that weekend, this uh, this past weekend on the same day, actually, as Money in the Bank. Um, so there was a lot of stuff going on in Vegas. Paradise is the strip. Yeah. Um, so Money in the Bank, uh, they didn't have any pre-show matches. Which is it's kind of weird. They haven't done that in a while. But there were seven matches that took place on the card. Uh, the first match, uh, they opened up with the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. It was um, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Becky Lynch, Lacey Evans, Raquel Rodriguez, uh, Shotzi, and Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan was actually able to win the match. She was Miss Money in the Bank. Um, I agree with it. Of course, you know, I'm, I'm a big Mark, big fan for Alexa Bliss. I want Alexa Bliss to win everything because she is the greatest of all time in my 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 book. Well, all right, maybe not the greatest of all time, but like right now, she's she's my favorite. I I stand Alexa Bliss big time. She's 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 great. She's great. Um, but Liv Morgan definitely deserving of it. Um, I would have been happy with. With Alexa Bliss winning, obviously, I would have been I would have been happy with Oscar getting it. Um, Lacey Evans doesn't need it. Shotzi's too green. Raquel Rodriguez is too green. Becky don't need it. So it was either going to be Oscar, Alexa, or um, or Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan, out of all of them, needed it more than anyone else. So right decision there. Um, yeah, the uh, United States Championship match. Theory defending against Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley won. <clears throat> he won the match via submission. He is the new United States Champion. Um, I had a feeling. Uh, <laughs> a Pizzle says Shotzi is green, just like her hair. Yeah. Um, she needs. She needs. She needs some work. I, 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 I'm a little too harsh calling her green. She's not green. Raquel Rodriguez is, is, is more green than Shotzi. They're both having some difficulty adjusting to the main roster is what it is. Um, I don't, I don't know beyond that what it could be or what they could help them. I don't know if it's jitters. I don't know if it's a certain style that those producers on the main roster is having them do or not, but it's, they're having a, a rough time right now. 
I, I should have said that. That's probably the more both nice and correct way to put it. Uh, um, I, I had uh, in the Bobby Lashley and Theory match, my predictions, I had Bobby Lashley going over on Theory because of the rumor that they're going to do something with Theory and John Cena. And the, you know, if you're going to do that, you don't need the United States Championship in the mix. Um, not to, like, I don't want to crap on the title, but you know, you don't need that. John Cena itself is going to get this angle over if they're, if they were going to pull the trigger on theory and John Cena, Bobby Lashley would be a great United States champion to take on, you know, that role while theory goes on to do something with Cena because Bobby Lashley is a very, very credible champion and he'll bring prestige and honor to that championship like he did in the past. Um, so I agree with that one as well. Raw Women's Championship match. Bianca Belair, the champion, defeated Carmella. It was an okay match. Um, it was all right. I think that was probably the weakest match on of the night, in my opinion. And uh, and that's that's not a... Usually, that, that's a bad thing when you say that. But um, considering the caliber of the matches at Money in the Bank, which was a phenomenal event, that's actually still a compliment. Um not everything can be equally like, ooh, the best, right? Like a lot of other people would expect it to be. Um, but yeah, Bianca Belair, still the champ. I agree with that decision as well. Then we had uh, the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship match. The Usos defending against the Street Profits. Jimmy and Jay Uso versus Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford. Hell of a match. Match of the night. Um Let's see. Well, this this event took place on July second, which means that it is the second half of twenty twenty two. It's going to be like I, I'm trying to think off the top of my head if there was any match so far in twenty twenty two that possibly was better than that. Um, but it's, it's this is going to be tough to to beat this match as a match of the uh, second half of 2022. But right now, definitely is going to be a match of the year. Um, Usos and Street Profits, just absolutely phenomenal. Storytelling in it, the false finishes, uh, is good stuff, man. I wish the Street Profits would have got it, but the Usos successfully defended their, their championship. Very good match. Then we had the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Ronda Rousey, the champion, defeated Natalia by submission. And the match was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Um, and that's that's not on, like, Natalia. Natalia is going to tear it down every time. Ronda Rousey's run so far is, in 2022, is, is night and day compared to 2018. And the first quarter of 2019, night and day, man, I was big on Ronda Rousey four years ago. This run she's having now, it's a sleep fest for me. I was wondering, like, dude, like, management's got to see this. The agents, they got to know this. You got to get the belt off of her. And that's where we come into this. After Ronda Rousey defeated Natalia to retain her title, Liv Morgan came out and she cashed in her money in the bank contract and Liv Morgan in 35 seconds defeated Ronda Rousey by pinfall 
and Liv Morgan is now the new SmackDown women's champion. And I totally agree with that. Um, it's kind of like a pickle situation though, right? Like great for Liv to win money in the bank. Great for her to cash in. Great for her to win. Great for her to get a win over somebody the caliber of a Ronda Rousey. They needed to get the title off of Ronda Rousey. The one and only thing that I don't like about the whole situation, and it pales into comparison to anything else, because all the all the good outweigh this one bad thing by far, ultimately. And that is like, I just, I hate, I hate when they have somebody win money in the bank and they cash in on the same night. I hate it. I want suspense. I want, like, remember Edge won it the first time and he went, what, nine months? Like, you even got to the point where, like, you kind of forgot about it because he stopped coming out with the damn briefcase. And then after that elimination chamber in January of 2006, Vince came out and thanked everybody for coming out to the pay-per-view and said he got one more match. Edge wants to cash in his money in the bank, and it was such a big deal, right? Because Vince was the one that came out and made the announcement for it. Following year, obviously, RVD was like, yeah, I'm setting it right here. We're doing this at, you know, at ECW. That was cool, too. He called a shot. He pulled a Babe Ruth, and he did it. I don't like it, though, when they cash in on the same night. But, like I said... (laughs) The good outweigh the bad by far. Liv Morgan, SmackDown Women's Champion, she deserved This was her night, man. This was really her night. And then the main event, it was the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. You had Seth freaking Rollins, Sheamus, Omos, Sami Zayn, Riddle, Madcap Moss, Drew McIntyre, and inserted into the match at the very last minute was Theory. All right, so let's break this down, all right, with the participants and who possibly could have won this thing. Let's start with Madcap Moss. All right, way too early. He just turned face. He's just finally coming into his own. Way too early for him. Sami Zayn, I think Sami Zayn would have been funny to have. You know, here's what I would do. If the if they were ever going to have Sami Zayn ever win Money in the Bank, I would have Sami Zayn hold on to it one whole year, and then when it comes to the night, it expires. The contract expires at midnight, and he's got the dilemma of: Am I going to cash this in or not? Should I have cashed it in before? I don't know. Holy crap! What am I going to do? And you have somebody like a Brock Lesnar. Or a Roman Reigns be the champion at that point, right? And then, like, say, like, the last, you know, five, ten minutes of the show, you know, you you have Vince come out. And Vince is like, Sammy, you've got money in the bank. Time is ticking. You know, I need you to come on out here right now. You need to tell me what your decision is going to be. Are you going to cash this in or are you just going to let this expire? And you have Sammy come out and you have the champion come out. And you have Sammy just like, just <laughs> wait, wait it out, man. And then here's what you could do. You have a countdown on the big Titan Tron. They start counting down from 10. Right when they get to three, all of a sudden it starts like 
twitching out, you know, boom, lights go out, lights come back on. The fiend is standing behind Brock Lesnar, takes him out. Sami Zayn goes for the cover. Boom. One, two, three. Sami Zayn wins the belt with like one second left to spare before the contract expires. And then you've got Sami Zayn as champion, a chicken shit heel who won the title because of somebody else. And then you got a built in feud for Brock Lesnar and the fiend. And since it would be this time of year, SummerSlam. That's what a Sami Zayn money in the bank should look like. Obviously, you're not going to do that right now, though. Okay, so let's go back to this. Uh, Riddle. I would have loved to have seen Riddle get it because as long as Roman Reigns is the champion, Riddle cannot challenge him for the championship. So if he had money in the bank, how do you proceed with that? Can he not cash in while Roman is the champ? Or does, or does the money in the bank become like a get-out-of-jail-free card kind of thing, and he can actually cash in on that? Sheamus don't need it. Omos don't need it. Seth Rollins, it would have been cool. Have him get it. He cashes in in the middle of uh, Brock and Roman. I think that was like the odds-on favorite for that to happen. Recreate WrestleMania 31. But now we got Theory. He just lost the United States Championship to Bobby Lashley, which means that he's got nothing else going on right now. But so you give him the money in the bank. He's got something at least up to a year you can figure out what you want to do with this guy and money in the bank. He uh, is, He's just off of that United States Championship run. He's got the rub for months from Vince McMahon. Let's be honest, man. He's got a good look. He's got a very marketable look. Does he have a marketable personality? That could be a huge, huge argument right there. Okay, if he's got the personality. Is he the right guy to do this? We don't know. If you go back to 2002 and you say, hey, John Cena's going to be the face of the company, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to argue with you on that one. And at that time, at that very moment in time that he came out and did his shtick, like you really could have made the argument that he didn't have it in him. He almost got fired. John Cena almost got fired, man. You just never know, you know, everything starts getting put into the certain situations and plugged in the the right time, right place, right time, right person, right atmosphere, all that kind of stuff. And it just clicks. So that's why I'm going to give this an opportunity to grow. The seeds were planted. Theory has not had a decline so far in his, in his push. He's not, it's been a very steady incline going up. It's nothing going down. It's going up. He's got the rub of Vince. He no longer has the title, the United States title. So he's got free time on the roster to do stuff. He's got go away heat. People hate him for both his character and stuff outside of the ring. So he's a heat magnet. It just makes sense to me to give a guy like Theory this opportunity. Out of the crop of guys, if you were not going to build a new star, Seth Rollins should have been the guy to do it. You're going to build new stars to bring up a new round of main event guys, coin flip between Theory and Riddle. Both of them would have made sense. Both of them would have made a great story. 
built-in stories already into it. It just, that's, that's, that's my analysis right there of Money in the Bank. I loved this event. I had a lot of fun watching it. It was very strong. Every match delivered. I agree with like 95% of the outcomes on this one. I think the only one I probably would have been like, ah, dude, come on, go the other way around. Street Profits. I would have loved to have seen them get the tag team titles. But I understand what they're doing with the Usos and the whole bloodline thing. And you got to keep them together with all the championship, all the gold. You got to do that. So on the cold side of the pillow, I understand that. I really do. But anyway, that's my thoughts on Money in the Bank. I'm going to cut this portion out of the Twitch stream and put the audio up of uh, my analysis of Money in the Bank. I'm going to put that up on the Ring Scoops podcast. It's been a while since I've done one of those. Uh, check out cinemaflare.com. DA and I recently did um, a new Cinema Flare where he suggested a TV show to me. I suggested a TV show to him. Random episode from the show, and we try to see if we can kind of get the idea of what the other person thinks of the TV show that we have never seen before. And if we want to continue watching that show or not based off of that one episode, it's kind of like we pick the strongest episode that we feel is the strongest episode and suggest to each other. He picked a, an episode of Rick and Morty because I've never seen that before. And I gave him an episode of euphoria. So it's Rick and Morty versus euphoria. And it's a very interesting conversation that we have because it's, we break this down, man. We break this down from like personal taste. And also we kind of analyze it from, you know, an artistic approach as well, because we both have backgrounds, education and uh, experience, you know, in the entertainment industry with that stuff. So, yeah. All right. Anyway, um, I'm going to, Hey, I'm going to wrap it up. Don't forget, check out um, ring scoops on social media. Uh, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Twitch, um, the podcast, anchor.fm slash ringscoops. Ah, I kind of like whistled on that one. Um, shop.ringscoops.com as well for all the merchandise. Go to ringscoops.com. We got the card game on there. You guys can have fun with that with the group of people. Good party game. And there you go. All right. Until next time, I want to thank everybody out there for all the support, all the love, all the support. I appreciate each and every one of you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you guys so very much. If it wasn't for you guys, ring scoops would not still be here to this day. I do this for you guys. I really do. I really do. Thank you all for tuning in until next time. I'm the webmaster saying thank you. Good night. Be cool.